My name is Miguel Rivera, my wife uh, Lydia Rodriguez, and my brother-in-law Rafael Rodriguez. So what my uh, father-in-law is, is doing, he, he gave us the idea of setting, up, setting uh, a table uh, in a supermarket. He's, not, uh, he's no longer doing that. Uh, we are doing it. We are doing it. Uh, we are, uh, I will share some ideas with you. You may be uh, wondering how we do it without leads. And we are not buying leads because we don't want to. We are we are not buying leads because there's not a lot of, of Hispanic homeowners here in, in, in Western Mass. So um, we created our own system, and we encourage everyone to follow equity system and buy the leads and do everything your mentors uh, say. Uh, but we created our own system because there's, there's uh, no excuse. We want to grow, we want to succeed, and we want... Uh, to provide for our family. So our main business is final expense. It's not mortgage protection. It's, it's final final expense. We know everyone needs uh, final expense. So I want to share with you uh, a couple of ideas. Um, uh, we we do every day that work for, for me, for my wife, Lydia, and for Rafael, my brother-in-law. Uh, so the first idea I want to share with you is you have to create a short story. Something you tell every person in front of you that uh, the person can see the benefit in what you do. Okay, two or three sentences you tell everyone in front in front of you. It's a short story, so you can tell a person you just met that uh, they can see a benefit in what you do. And I will explain myself. Um, when I started uh, business in uh, Puerto Rico in 2011. Um, I used to tell everyone, uh, friends and family, that I was a financial advisor and that I do life insurance, annuities, mutual funds, and people used to used to say, "Good for you, yeah." Um, I will call you when I can afford it. I will call you when uh, when I'm when I, I will call you when I'm dying. You know, um, people did not see the benefit in what I do. People thought that that my clients were only rich people and. And, and mo most people felt uh, disqualified. You know, it did not go that well. We moved to, we moved to Massachusetts in 2013, and we stayed out of business for um, about four years. And uh, we started with equity in 2011, last year. And we learned from our mentors that, that people have to see the benefit in what you do. People have to see the benefit in what you do. So we created a a short story, two or three sentences without every human being in front of us. So now we say something like, um, what we do is protect families. Protect families uh, in case someone becomes ill or dies. I am the person who brings the check. I am the person who delivers the check. What I give, what I provide is peace of mind. So as you see, from something sophisticated that I used to say in 2011, we created something very simple. And people now see the benefit in what in what we do. Um, so those two or three sentences uh, open the doors for many many conversations in the coffee shops, in the supermarkets, in the department stores. And my wife is a pro uh, getting appointments in Walmart. You know, talking to everyone everyone she needs. Um, hey Miguel, let me let me ask you a couple yeah. questions. Let me let me ask you a couple questions because you're hitting on a number of things here, and I don't want to be glossed over. I want people to really understand because think about it. 
one of the things that, that I used to do back in the day was I would call on family and friends, and, you know, I'm in the insurance business, so therefore you need to sit down and talk with me because I'm in the insurance business and I have insurance products that will benefit you. And I led with that. So you said the same thing. You know, that, that wasn't working for you. It didn't work for me either. I mean, I did, I, did, I did enough business to live, but it just in long term wasn't working. So you changed up. And so let's, let's, let's role play a little bit, if you don't mind. So your wife, will, you said, will meet people at Walmart. So does she set up a table at Walmart? No, no. no she no, just walks around and meets I people will, that I she looks like. Okay. So, yeah, yo, so we meet people. We talk to people all around, <laughs> you know, in Walmart, church, uh, everywhere we go, coffee shops. We just talk to any Hispanic, to anyone who seems Hispanic, and we just meet people. And tell them what we do. That's what we do. So tell, let's do that. Let's assume that I am Hispanic and, and I happen to be in a coffee shop or Walmart or whatever, and you walk up to me and say what? Do I meet you? Where do I meet you from? <laughs> uh, just, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that what you say? Yeah. Do you say, do I know you? Where do I know you from? Yes. And, and then I say, I don't know. Okay, let's do this. No, let's... Let, Let's do this, Miguel. Okay, let's really role play this, okay? So I'm walking. Okay, let, I'm going to pretend like I'm just walking. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Okay, do I know you? Um, I, I don't know. Where, where do I know you from? Are you from um, our hometown in Puerto Rico, uh, let's say San Juan? Are you from San Juan? No. No, I'm not from San Juan, no. No, where are you from? Um, I'm from... You give me a name. I'll just name a city. Okay, I'm from so so and so Mexico. I mean, some place yeah, in Mexico. Absolutely. Oh, cool. So, how long have you been here? Uh, seven been years. Perfect. Seven years. We've been here four years. Um, oh yeah. Cool. And then we start naming naming people and naming people we know and so you know uh, finding stuff in common. And then what you what, what do you do for a living? And I ask them what do they do for a living. I work in I work at a body shop, auto body shop. Perfect. That that that's good for you. Do you have any benefits? Yeah. Not much. I mean, not not a lot. No. I mean, just just basic. You know, nothing nothing major. Okay. Cool. Why? So and then and then after that, so I tell them what what I do, or they will ask me, <laughs> what do I do? So if I ask them what they do, they will ask me what do I do, and then okay. I share my short story. I protect families in case someone becomes ill or dies. I am the person who brings the check. And how do you so do I that? What do you do them. then? How do, what do I have to do to look into that? I mean, what is it you do exactly? Okay, so um, so I can bring you more. I can bring, I can bring you more information. Give me your name, phone number, address, and I'll get back to you. And so you just take that down as a lead, and you start collecting those leads, and then you start setting your appointments like anybody else with 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 leads, correct? Uh, can you say that again? Can you repeat that? I said so. What you'll do is you'll collect the names, you'll get a tally of that, and then when you're sitting down to set your appointments, like somebody's sitting down with their handful of leads, you've got your handful of leads now, and you start making phone calls and set up your days. Is that what you do? No, we don't set phone calls. We just visit the people. You, they you don't know. call them up to set an appointment? You just go to their house? We do not make phone calls. Okay. How do you... 
<laughs> okay, let's talk about that. So what do you do? You just show up at their house? Yeah, they already know me. Wow. Okay, so I will give you another another idea what we do. Okay, so so first idea was sharing our story with every every human being in front of us. Second, second um, strategy we use is volunteer. We are very involved in our community. Okay, um, we we don't know, uh, only volunteer. We are board members. We are uh, we have a leadership position in our church and the, the uh, community. So we have to talk to people. People have to talk to us. So when the benefit of volunteering and being being a board member is that people have to call you, and people have to pick up the phone when you call. Okay, it can be either your children, sports clubs, your church, neighborhood committee. You have to do something. You you have to be involved in your community, uh, some way. So when you are involved in your community, people know you, and you have you you can you get more chances to talk to people and share your story, how you protect families. So you have to be involved in your community. Other other activity we do is we do group meetings. Um, we do group meetings. We go to churches. We go to senior living communities, and we entertain people, and we share our short story. And every time we uh, do a group meeting, we bring home 10 to 15 leads. I can't understand why somebody couldn't, in, 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 coupled with leads, do what you're doing also. If, they, if they're in an area, let's say they're like, they're like Deanna, and they, they, they have a decent amount of leads, but not enough to, to keep them going, and they don't want to really travel. Because we have people like that, right? And they're not willing to go out and travel. They could continue to do what she's doing and then also couple it with what you're doing. Um, I love the approach. Um, what do you say to people when you get to the house? So you sit down with them. You don't have to go through the whole presentation because we don't have time, but bottom line is you sit down with them and you start, what, doing a – an analysis of what they have in place now and, and, and kind of looking at their family structure and then seeing what they have in place and then talk about what you could put in place. Is that what you do? Okay, so um, my wife says, we start with a friendly conversation, get to know we, uh, each other. We saw the pictures, we uh, see the pictures, and we uh, share stories um, and find something we have in common. Okay, and then we already know what the objections are going to be. So in our in our short story, in our presentation, we uh, deal with all the objections before they show up. So, um, so we the, uh, before showing any kind of numbers to the client, uh, we make sure the client agrees that that he or she needs the final expense insurance. So that that's what we do. So you're, you're removing all those objections right up front. Um, Absolutely. You know, all the objections, we, we deal with objections before um, they, they, well, they say something. <laughs> so uh, when they agree that they need insurance, we show some numbers. That's what we do. Now, what do you deal with? Some people will ask me, well, when I get into some of those markets, Hispanic market or whatever, there's a lot of people that aren't, they're here on a green card and not necessarily a citizen uh, what products are you writing? Because I know that foresters will write a final expense policy as long as you have a social security number. You don't have to be a citizen. Is that correct? We are citizens. We are. Uh, we no, I'm talking about your clients. I'm saying your clients. When you talk to your clients and they may not be a citizen, they may be here on a green card or whatever, 
Are you writing, what product do you write on them if they're not a citizen? Because as long as they have a social security number, you can write some of our carriers, correct? Yeah, I heard that, but all, all my clients are, are mostly Puerto Ricans, so they are citizens. Okay, so we they're citizens. So yours are Puerto Ricans. So if somebody's getting into a Hispanic market that might be from a Mexican descent, then there are carriers that will cover them also, um, that, you know, as long as they have a social security number, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. So you, you know, you're, you're impressive. You're impressive because being here for five, six years, or you know, seven years, whatever it is at this point, your English is very good. Okay, it's very good at this point. So um, I, I'm very impressed with that. Um, I want to bring Dick on real quick um, to add to because I know Dick's got some things that he'd like to say because he's been monitoring you guys, helping you guys, um, and and he's got some things he probably wants to share with the with the team today about what he's uh, observed about you guys. Um, and, and if you could, Dick, tell me, how is their placement persistency, those types of things overall, um, and what you're observing? Well, their placement and their persistency is through the roof. Uh, and the reason it's through the roof is they're doing the classic, um, just the classic presentation. They're meeting people. They're connecting with people. I mean, did you hear how Miguel was talking? They get in, they talk about the pictures, the kids, where you're from. How do I know you? I mean, people love that. So they're connecting, and then they're pulling a Frank Betcher on you. They're, you know, if you tell your story five times a day, you can't help but be successful. So once you've gone through that part of the process, I mean, I won't say it's a no-brainer because it's not easy, but it's so simple. When Miguel was in Puerto Rico and making it, unbeknownst to him, complicated, he was forced when he got here to make it simple. Because uh, I remember the first time I interviewed him and talked to him, and he told me he filled out his first job application, and he had to lie on the application, and I about ripped my ears off. I thought, oh, I didn't want to hear that. Well, when I found out what he meant, he had an education with an MBA in Puerto Rico, but he applied for his first job here. It was stacking shelves. And if they had known he had an education, they never would have hired him. So he didn't tell him he had an education, you know. He figured out, I have to keep it simple. And I think that's the biggest mistake most of us make is we try to complicate it too much. I go in and educate. They go in, they educate. They find out where the pain is. You know, Lydia told me when I first met her, she said, people think it costs the same amount for a funeral here that it cost in Puerto Rico or it cost in Mexico or it cost in Colombia. No, down there, it's a lot less expensive. It's $18,000 in Massachusetts, and that's if you die in the summer. If you die in the winter and they can't bury you until summer because of the frozen ground, it costs more. So she just takes time to educate the people. She engages them and finds out, well, now that you know how much that costs, where's the family going to get that money? And she just exposes the pain. So they're taking the time to really connect with the people, and it's a beautiful picture they're painting. Uh, guys, thank you. And it's been just a wonderful experience working with them and, and watch them and grow. It's been great. 